On today's episode, we'll talk about LCS playoffs and how everything looks going into finals and what that really means for NA talent. Let's jump into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions and kind of coaching pieces and stuff. I'm your host, Gold Knight, but before we get into everything, I wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening. This podcast is available where all other fine podcasts can be found. Uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, the other ones. I don't know the other ones unfortunately um if you do like like, tweet it out tweet it out to me um it's actually we have the new uh kings of the rift twitter at k-o-t-r underscore pod that's k-o-t-r underscore p-o-d take a look on there um send me something say hey i'm listening from this podcast app let me know you know let me know how it works leave me a review if you're on itunes i know that it actually helps get the podcast noticed that's one of the big things on iTunes is if you kind of post on things and you review it and you talk about things and all this, it gets just, it shoots right up the charts. Honestly, it's a great thing. Um, and honestly, everywhere else you can find these podcasts, make sure to stay followed. Um, that way you get the most up-to-date podcast uh, that comes out, really. So if you're on, uh, you know, anything, if you're on the Anchor type thing like the spotify for podcasters thing there is a ability to do a listener support is what they call it there and it basically it's becoming a subscriber to the podcast and what that is is it's kind of like a twitch subscription and it's a a couple bucks a month and basically you just kind of throw some money towards the podcast and you say hey i appreciate you and i will appreciate you by making these podcast episodes better and better Maybe I can get a shirt that doesn't go invisible when I'm sitting here in front of the camera. Maybe I can get a mic that is, uh, you know, from the top instead of from the side. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But honestly, any bit of help is fantastic, guys. And honestly, your support will help me keep making this podcast and make it even better. With enough support, the episodes will be get better and better quality. Just make sure to follow, make sure to do all that different stuff, and let's jump into it. Alright, so playoffs has been going on for a couple weeks now, um, and what most recently happened uh, was we had the kind of round three of everything, Um, and let's just start from the beginning. So at the end of the regular season, we had, um, we had a good handful of teams that were kind of just like in playoffs and the bracket was really you know the bracket was was nicely put together um the way that lcs did um so let's take a look and and i'll kind of go through it right there so in round one what we ended up having was we had upper bracket round one and then i'll do upper bracket and lower bracket and stuff like that so upper bracket round one was started off uh with team liquid versus NRG. 
and NRG took the win. Um, they won 3-1 in that match, and it was kind of a crazy match. Just the way it worked and everything, um, Team Liquid just looked really outclassed by NRG. Um, it was really the mid lane and the mid jungle like synergy and stuff just seemed to to do better than Team Liquid did. Then you had Evil Geniuses versus TSM. Uh, this then ended up being Evil Geniuses taking it three to two in a series that was weirdly like back and forth. It didn't really seem like it should have been as back and forth as it really was. Um, it seemed like Evil Geniuses should have just completely stomped TSM. Um, looking at the way Evil Geniuses has been playing in the past, um, and just kind of where they were when coming into this. So, it's just kind of weird that, that to see this here. Um, and then, so what we did then was we had the lower bracket round one. Um, so that knocked down Team Liquid and TSM into lower bracket, where Dignitas was waiting for TSM, and Dignitas ended up winning. Knocking TSM out and getting them out of the league, basically. Then we had Team Liquid versus 100 Thieves in lower bracket round one. I think it was day two. Um, and it ended up being uh, Team Liquid taking it three to one. In a series that, honestly, Team Liquid looked really good. Um, they were they were getting better. They looked a lot better than they did when they were playing up against um, you know, the likes of NRG. Which was good. It was good to see that they were doing so much better. But then at the same time, we were looking into the upper bracket round two. Um, so, like, the first part was the round one. Now we're into, like, round two and everything. That ended up being Golden Guardians versus NRG. Um, Golden Guardians being the number, basically the number two seed. Um, and getting to a point where NRG was just coming in. I think they were seventh or something like that. Or sixth, maybe. They shouldn't have, like, it was it was a pretty close fight. But then, NRG just decided, oh, we can just win, and they won 3-1. to one. So, fantastic. Like, that's, that's weird. Like, no one expected NRG out of everyone to, to get this far. Um, Golden Guardians was the favorite coming into this, and Golden Guardians just ended up losing. Um, a lot of it, honestly, just, I think, came through, like, the bot lane just did better. Um... And it just kind of, like, it was one thing after another. Like, it wasn't like, like, top lane, I remember the series, and honestly, Golden Guardians just did really well in, like, the top lane and stuff, but then, like, it just didn't translate anywhere else. So, energy just kind of surprised them, I think. And I think they really kind of looked past energy and said, hey, we can beat them. And that ends up happening. Some of those uh, trap games that you kind of run into when it comes to stuff like that. Then we had Cloud9 versus Evil Geniuses in the upper bracket round two. And uh, that went as well as you expect Cloud9 up against anybody. Um, thing is, Evil Geniuses up to this point had basically been Cloud9's kryptonite. They were just able to, whenever they met up against each other, they were able to kind of get the edge over Cloud9. And unfortunately, this time, it didn't happen. I'm kind of see-through this episode, by the way. Um, for those of you on a video uh, podcast here, I'm wearing my um, my Team Liquid Marvel um, shirt here, and it's like a light blue, which is similar, like similarly colored to my background, which is weird. Um, so it basically look, makes me look like I'm just a floating head with uh, different decals on and stuff. So kind of fun. 
Um, I just looked at myself in the camera and I saw that. So, yeah, Cloud9 just completely shat on Evil Geniuses and 3 0 which no one really expected. Um, they expected, you know, Evil Geniuses to put up a bit of a fight, but apparently it didn't happen. So then we ended up going into lower bracket round two. Um, which lower bracket round two was a fun group of matches here. Um, we had Golden Guardians pissed off from the match against NRG versus Dignitas, who Dignitas was riding high. They were like, we're getting, you know, we're getting gents into worlds. We're doing this. We're getting in here and we're screwing shit up. We're doing it. It's going to be awesome. Well, then they ended up getting 3-0'd and that was it. <laughs> um, and... It just kind of honestly was a top diff. Um, Licorice has been insane. It, obviously, Licorice, um, if you guys didn't know, Licorice did end up winning most improved player um, from spring to summer. I 100% agree with that. Licorice has looked insane since last playoffs. I don't know what he did to do that. Like, I don't know if he, like, talked to the team and was like, hey, guys, we need to figure out something for myself. We need to do something. I don't know. But he was able to actually just bend. He was just able to just be released and be licorice from old when he actually started on Cloud9 and was one of the main reasons that back then Cloud9 was really uh, being so dominant when he was originally on there. So I'm glad to see Cloud uh, Golden Guardians up against Dignitas just take him out so easily. Um, definitely was something that I was like really shocked. Um, I thought Dignitas really had more in them, but, you know, it just, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles, and that's how it goes, really. Um, but Dignitas out, um, kind of sad for them. Um, I like Santorin, I like Jensen. Rich was a pretty fun character in the, in the league space. Um, I hope they keep him. I don't, I think he's good for, like, another year or something on the contract. I don't think there's really any issue there, but we'll see. Um, then we had a next, the next match after that was Team Liquid versus Evil Geniuses. And this one was people were saying, nah, it's going to be Evil Geniuses. It has to be. Just the way that Evil Geniuses, Evil Geniuses has played the rest of the year and the way Team Liquid has played, they just need to match up. They need to do well. Mid lane APA versus uh, Jojo Pion. Like, come on. Like, you can't have, you can't have this going, right? Like, that's just crazy. You know, Jojo Pion, he's probably an MVP candidate. I mean, he is an MVP candidate. He's, I think, in the top five of voting right now. Um, they are doing that whole thing where they tease, you know, oh, top five. And then they say, oh, top four, top three, or whatever. And then you end up just going like, okay, is Jojo Pion or it's whatever. Um, right now, I think the voting is on River. It's River Blabber... Uh, Jojo Pion, uh, Berserker, and Kuhi. Um, I think out of anybody there, I think Jojo and Blabber have the most potential to get it. I think Berserker has had pretty good games, but he's not been as dominant as he has in the past. Um, this season has been really a season of Blabber, I think, MC9 at least. We're getting off track, but we're talking about LCS 
we were talking about evil geniuses and Joe Japune, the MVP prospect up against APA, the brand new rookie on Team Liquid. And honestly, this game just was great. It was Summit just completely dismantling the top lane. Like, he just did really well. Um, and secretly, honestly, Jan played really well. Um, it was it was kind of APA's spot to lose here. Um, he really didn't do fantastic, but I think he learned a lot. He played a lot of um, was like Tristana Jace matchups in this. Um, and it was just back and forth and back and forth, and it was it was a good time. It was they played it really well, um, and Team Liquid just played a different game than they normally had, which I think honestly led them to win this series. They went at three to win, a uh, three to one, and uh, honestly they're just they're cooking, which is exactly what you want them to do at this point. You want them to in playoffs just really get to that point where you're just. You're, you're winning. You're just doing great. You're kicking butt. And you're finally back to the spot where people thought you were going to be when you put this team together back in the spring. So then, of course, we get into the... Uh, oh, well, the upper bracket finals. That was the... I believe that next day after the Team Liquid and Evil Geniuses. And that was Cloud9, who made it to upper bracket finals, against NRG, who's somehow made it to upper bracket finals good fantastic for them and then again cloud nine just decides that they're tired you know they don't want to sit here and fight for the rest of the time so what they're gonna do is they're just gonna win 3-0 again against nrg uh, which i'm glad i'm glad to see that cloud nine is being so dominant um, I am definitely afraid of whoever ends up getting up to them in finals like let's see if there's actually something there um nrg definitely had some games to win in that series but then they ended up losing that's just i mean that's how it goes and then really the night the nicest thing i think that happened from that series was that cloud nine did look fallible or fallible but the problem was was that they weren't gone enough like there wasn't enough there that really did anything to the point where you could actually see uh the next thing happening like you couldn't like you you didn't see like okay this is the way to dismantle them but you saw it was a little bit better than everything else like you just could see there was something close but but not really um so but cloud nine was able to just eke it out three to three to oh um, and they won. So, NRG got knocked down to lower bracket. Like, uh, apparently, finally, um, if you don't believe in the NRG. But that's when NRG really does, you know, well, is when they when you kind of kick them down and they just say, I guess that's it, kind of a thing. And then next, we had lower bracket round three. So, lower bracket round three was a good time. That was, uh, when I, as time of recording, that was last night. And it was a banger of a series. It was Golden Guardians versus Team Liquid. And honestly, this game delivered. This game was really, really good. We ended up Team Liquid really early on taking two 
kind of quick wins that they really probably shouldn't have won, uh, both in game one and game two. They really got to a point where they were just, they lost draft, really. They just played, like, worse comps. But they just won the game. Um, game two was actually the first ever LCS jungler pentakill for Piose. And that was amazing. That was so cool to see. He was on Viego. He was cutting around. He was he was getting them, gotten them, you know, using all this different kinds of stuff there. Um, getting the different champions. Uh, I, like, the last thing he ended up doing was getting into a Tristana and being able to jump in, get that last kill. But then, of course, he ults away, and then he just dies to a turret shot. And it's sad. And, but then from that point, too, I think... Honestly, Golden Guardians got a little too big for their britches, got a little frustrated that they just got pented, and they tried to go for Baron, and then they lost the game off that fight. They were able to kind of stall long enough for Piosa to come back, basically clean up the fight, and win the game. That's how it went. So then you're sitting here, and you're saying, oh, we just had two quick wins. Two wins that kind of came off of a little bit of a, maybe a sloppy kind of play by Golden Guardians, but... Wins nonetheless. Why don't we just get a third? They kept kind of trying to roll things back, figure it out, and stuff. And then game three comes around, and Golden Guardians is able to get that win. They're able to just get that, get to that point where they just actually realize uh, there's too much stuff that I think Team Liquid left up. Like, I believe it was the Zaya Rakan game that they ended up playing here. And Golden Guardians just was able to win the game off of just winning lanes. Every single every single game, I think, in this series, um, maybe besides, like, game four, um, Golden Guardians was in the lead the whole time. Like, for most of the game. Like, with the gold and sometimes not the kills, but always in the gold. I mean, they're Golden Guardians. Why wouldn't they be, right? <laughs> so, basically, Team Liquid was just kind of on the back foot the whole series. Then we get to Game 5. And Game 5 happened, and everyone was like, oh, no. Like, what's going on? Like, we're at Game 5. We shouldn't be here. Team Liquid is so close to winning. We shouldn't be at this point. And then... In the middle of the game, we had an issue with uh, Huhi. Huhi ended up uh, switching to teleport with Unsealed Spellbook and ended up being that the 10-minute mark hit, which then activated his teleport that he had and turned it into the Unleashed teleport, which is crazy that that is such like a... that that is a possible thing to happen. Um, definitely feels like could be abusable in-game. Like, if you guys hear me saying this, don't go and do it, but don't go and do it. You know? Um, it might. I don't know if it's viable at all, but it's a, definitely a possible thing. So I don't know if they're going to fix it right now. It was a big prominent thing, so maybe they are going to real quick fix it. Or does it happen so infrequently that it just kind of gets whatever? You know, it just kind of gets pushed to the side. They fix it whenever they can fix it. Um, so then there was an hour pause in this game, and we had to talk about remakes, and then we had to talk about proto breaks and all this, and 
what was going to happen. I mean, at this point, I think Team Liquid was kind of winning, but also not really. Like, they were winning in, like, pressure, but they weren't winning in the game with the gold and everything. So, kind of a weird little thing happened there. And then they ended up just remaking the lobby. There was, uh, unfortunately, the way everything worked, it was going to keep happening. Even with a chrono break, it was going to keep happening. There wasn't really going to be anything that they could do to stop this bug from happening. So they just said, hey, you re you rerun this, and if it happens to Hoofy again, then you're going to have to play through with it. You know, you're not going to have your flash. You're just going to have to play through with it. We told you you can, should take something else, but you wanted to take Unsealed Spellbook. Sorry, there you go. And then the game was going. And it was going. And the VA goes there again for Piosic. And it's just enough. And they just get the perfect wins. They get the perfect fights. And they win the series 3-2. to two. Team Liquid decides that they are just better than Golden Guardians. They want to go to Worlds and be secured into Worlds. And at least the top three. And they want to go to Finals. At least lower bracket finals. They have to win two more games. They want to go to lower bracket finals versus NRG as the rematch from round one and kind of see how they match up now. NRG on the slope. Team Liquid on the uprise. How does that look going into lower bracket finals? And then, of course, from that point, whoever wins that goes up against Cloud9 in the actual finals and they... and. It's the big Prudential Center in New Jersey. I mean, this game, too, the NRG uh, Liquid game, is going to be in Prudential Stadium in Newark, New Jersey. Get your tickets today. Um, and definitely, I think that's going to be a great game. Um, I definitely want to see how we get back into this and kind of see how it how it goes going forward. Um, two NA mids going up against each other. Um, great players just kind of, you know, shooting it back and forth. I think it's really cool to see. Um, and then going into Cloud9 versus in the finals, either team I think will be good. Um, I think Energy is just going to get slapped again if they go in. So maybe Team Liquid, maybe they can just kind of get some stuff back like they did uh, before. But I honestly think even if Team Liquid just makes finals, that is so much better than it was in the previous uh, previous split. And we're just able to actually figure stuff out and and do well. I think it's a really good time that, that Cloud9 decided to just do really well. But they look shaky. So it's kind of an interesting time to see if Team Liquid can actually get in here and counter counteract that, that little bit of uh, kind of frustration that Cloud9 is probably still feeling. Um, because they're not, they weren't as clean as they really should be. And they really usually are pretty clean. So I'd love to see how this works. And I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on uh, who's going to win lower racket finals. But also, if that person then wins, who's going to win finals? Is it just going to be Cloud9 no matter what? Or do you think that Energy or Team Liquid have a bit of a chance? I personally think Team Liquid has a bit of a chance if they can get through Energy. And up against Cloud9, I think they have a decent chance now they're looking a lot better um there's some things they need to shore up uh i think they need to they're not really one-dimensional anymore which is good um but i want to see how cloud nine really drafts around them uh if they end up making it 
I think energy will be kind of weird and try to go the same way they did before, attacking mid and all that. But then you just have Summit up top just smacking around and everything. Um, I think Summit has really been unlocked. So I think we'll see. But I think once we come back from this little break here, we are going to jump right into the talk about NA talent and how much NA talent we're going to have at Worlds and what that really means going forward. So, yeah, I'll see you on the other side. So what does this Worlds and this Finals really mean for League of Legends in LCS? What does it mean for North America and all this? Honestly, I think the biggest thing right now is that we will at least be sending two NA rookies. Not even rookies, but NA uh, players in mid lane to Worlds. They're going to be able to play up against the likes of probably Faker, up against, I don't know if Zekka's actually made it or not, but against like the crazy players of, of the world that are in mid lane. Like It's going to be crazy to see APA in mid lane in Worlds. This kid came from Academy, and he was in, a, he was in not even just Academy, he was in Collegiate. He was on Maryville for so long, and then he went and he jumped into Academy, and they said, hey, I don't know about this kid. You know, he's, he's a great grinder, but does he have the hands? Let's see how it goes. And he was in Academy, and then Harry decided to bench himself, and that's fine. I appreciate Harry for understanding uh, kind of how he was feeling and how he was going. The stress, maybe that kind of stuff is, is something that he was looking into. Um, but I honestly, I do like to see then that APA is now in the role of of, of a mid laner, and he's doing so well. Um, he's kind of coming up with these weird picks, and he's doing things a little differently than it seems like other mids in the world are doing. Now, are they the best thing in the world? No, definitely not. But they're good for him. And I have said something from the beginning in these podcasts. Um, anytime you look at a Worlds episode, I'm always saying, North America, please, please just pick what works for you. Don't care what they're doing. Pick what works for you. If, I don't know, if playing a Wombo Combo, you know, team works for you, do that. If playing the Cassiopeia, uh, Tarek, uh, Tristana, like the close range, like blow up comp and everything like that, if that works for you, Team Liquid, then do that. Have it work for you. Don't go into Worlds and then get brainwashed into, well, we gotta play Rel Jungle because that's what everyone wants. Or we gotta play, uh, you know, Aatrox mid because that's the new hotness. Like, don't get forced into that kind of stuff. Play your game the way you want to be playing it, and you will just make it to, like, you'll make it further because you're comfortable. That's what I've always said is if you're more comfortable playing the game, you are not worrying about what the other team is really doing. You are focusing on, like, you're no longer focusing on how to play the game with this comp because you guys have played it 100 million times. What you're focusing on on is you're actually just focusing on the like actual macro of the game or how to in general play the game and you're not really focused on just oh well you know how does this matchup work well you've played 
a hundred games of, uh, let's say, you know, the Nico mid against Ari this time or something. Um, you've played that and you know how that works. Instead of going, oh, well, you know, the new thing is like playing LeBlanc mid against Ari. Like, well, I guess I should play LeBlanc because that's what everyone's saying we should do. Like, no, play your own game. Do that. APA, if you are listening, always plan ahead. APA. Do not get pressured into playing champions that you do not want to play. Basically get to the point where you are just focusing on you playing the champions that you want to play and playing your way. Bring North America to Worlds and then bring that trophy home with us. That's what you need to do. And honestly, when it comes to our next mid laner is Palafox. Palafox has been just kind of doing really good. Um, Palafox has been secretly, I think, the strength of NRG at this point. Um, FBI really is FBI. Um, and it is Ignar, I think is with him. And they're just, they're just like, they're all right in the bottom lane. But I think I really like the way that Palafox plays the game. He has these unique picks like the Yone, like the... Um, like, there's other champions that he's played, uh, for sure. But he plays, specifically, like, I know the Yone that he plays, like, that is such a good pick into, into niche things that I just don't think a lot of people really focus on. And I think that's something that having Palafox in Worlds will definitely be able to see a different side of him. And I'm hoping, honestly... That this makes Palafox just kind of come out of his like proverbial shell and really kind of blossom into a into a great mid. He definitely is a great like I'm I'm not even joking. He's a great mid laner. Um, I think that he's going to be doing great in the LCS. Um, I don't know if he's going to be on a different team next year. We'll see if that if that is how everything works out. You know, if if NRG doesn't make it far at Worlds. If NRG, um, you know, win a game or two at Worlds, fantastic. That's great. Maybe they keep Palafox and they're good to go. But we'll see. I mean, we'll really see how it goes. Um, the way that Palafox plays, I think, will do well against the uh, the emerging regions. Uh, but I think up against maybe some professional, um, you know, the higher leagues and everything like that, it might get a little bit punished. Um, like it ends up doing against MNS. Um, and the different kinds of parts we have there that end up uh, kind of getting the best of of the best mid laners. Honestly, um, it's the one of the reasons why they're why Faker and T1 are really good. Um, it's it's the reason why um, EDG and Scout was really good. Um, all of this different stuff. Like it was just if you the mid laner is like the he's the quarterback of League of Legends. He's going to be that one guy who's just going to be the make or break right here for you. And if you don't get it, then you don't get it. It just doesn't it doesn't really work one way or the other if you don't have if you don't have what it takes. It just doesn't it doesn't work, you know? Like you can kind of make sometimes you can make it work, you know, you can run it through the mid lane and through, or through the bot lane and all that. But if you can't make it win through mid, like you're going to be you're going to be hurting, honestly. So Palafax, I think honestly he needs to play his game, like I'm saying as well. Play his funky champions. 
play it kind of, you know, his style, the aggression, play it, you know, play it in their face, get in there, just basically just mess him up, just be like, smoking mirrors and shit like that. Like, that's what you need to do. You need to get out there and just kind of, like, fuck with him. Like, that's what you really need to do. But honestly, I think the any talent that we potentially will have is going to be fantastic. Um, if we if Golden Guardians they the Golden Guardians are going to be playing the fourth seed game to get into Worlds, they're going to be playing up against a uh, against a European team, the fourth seed European team, to get into the uh, the Worlds qualifier and to get into Worlds. Like, that's how it's going to be there. So, they're going to fly out to Korea, and they're going to hang out, and they're going to play uh, a single BO5. And this BO5 is going to determine whether or not America gets the uh, the number four team, or if it's LEC gets the number four team. And honestly, I think, looking at it, I'm not even sure who's the fourth seed right now. Or I don't even think it's been decided yet. I think they're still working on finals in the LEC right now. But I think fourth is just not really a thing that we got to worry about uh, for the LCS at least. Because it's basically, it's G2 and it's Excel. And that's really it. You know, maybe Fnatic a little bit too. Um, I've seen they're pretty good there too. So, like... You kind of just kind of lose stuff um, as you go down the line. Um, it's not so much parity of the league as it is more just uh, how it usually is, where it's G2 and then a hella gap and then a bunch of other guys down there. So I think it's really an interesting kind of way to see. And I think that Golden Guardians can really make it work, um, especially if Licorice up against some random EU mid, or sorry, EU top, um, like Shigenda or whatever, um, I think will just be just be great. Like I think Licorice will be able to bully the heck out of any like any guy that's on the that's a top laner that is just able to do that. Like I don't know. Like I think I think he's gonna be able to figure it out and actually be like like I, I think he's gonna be the guy. Like he's gonna be the one who makes it makes it work. I also do believe then, like if you look at the the whole rest of the map, Stixa and Intercontinent, Intercontinental Ballistic Missiles, yeah, Stixa in uh in international play has been great. Um, he's done really well. He made it in his obviously in his first uh, split back like 2017, I think it was. Um, they made it to MSI Finals with CLG and all this, and it was great. It was fun. 6A really does show up when you need him to, so that's fantastic. This um, this whole like meta right now doesn't really, I think, look and lean that way. So we'll have to see how that kind of looks for for uh, Golden Guardians coming into this. But I think uh, Gory's a great mid as well. And River, I think, will play really well. He, he does play really well with Gory. So you're up against some randos in from Europe, so... You got it, I think. You definitely just do. I think you really you really just got to say, you have faith in Golden Guardians if you're an American fan, if you're an NA fan, LCS fan. You want 
Golden Guardians to win, get the fourth seed, and finally say, hey, NA is better than EU. Just is. Take a look at it, you know? But I think that will then cement the fact that, yes, you can make it to Worlds, and yes, you can do things at Worlds with LCS talent and native homegrown talent. Because that's something I think that we've been kind of pushing away from. Especially with the TSM uh, and like even the Team Liquid rosters as well. Um, or at least originally with the Team Liquid roster. Um, but the TSM rosters and that kind of like the rumors that everyone wants to remove this import cap. And basically TSM would have an all Chinese roster if there was a choice. Um, I just think that it's it's good to see that NA is getting a chance. Um, and actual NA mids, not just like resident NA mids are getting a chance in Worlds to kind of show what we can do. Now, please don't screw this up, because if we do, and APA goes in there and he feeds his ass off, or Palafox goes in there and he feeds his ass off, come on. Like, that's going to that's gonna completely screw up the whole system that we're going for here, you know? It's frustrating. But honestly, I think that we can do it we can make it so that we are now going to be the, like, if if we can play the way that we want to, honestly, I think North American can get a lot of damage done. Looking at the other uh, teams and, and that kind of stuff, like in LCK and all this, it seems really sloppy. It seems like they just want to always 50-50 Barons. It's just a weird, like, meta that we're in. If this kind of stays, which it doesn't look like it's going to, um, just looking at the patches coming up and everything. If it stays similar to what it is now, I think you do actually... I don't want to say you favor the West, but you can at least not completely discount North America and the West in general when it comes to playing up against these Eastern teams. So, I think that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I appreciate everything, and I will see you on the Rift.